Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimao of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Welcome to the Punk Rock and Beer Podcast. So the first thing I wanted to share is this TikTok, which has been making the rounds. Smash Mouth played a show at some wine tasting thing. The show did not go well, as you can see here. Okay, I know the ethics of this aren't great, but I did just see Smash Mouth perform live at a local beer and wine festival. When I say this is the most chaotic show I've ever seen in my entire life, I have no words. At no point was the sound balanced. Unintelligible speech. So far, I was like, well, all right, so they had a bad show. You know, maybe the PA was fucked up. Maybe he was a little bit drunk or something like that. And this is where it starts to kind of take a darker turn and make me think something more is going on. For one, it looks like he's seeing Heiling here. I don't know if that's what he intended, but it kind of looks that way. And I think... Anybody should know that this is not a gesture that you make in public because people are going to take it that way. To be clear, I'm not at all saying like, oh, the guy from Smash Mouth's a Nazi. Let's cancel him. I'm just saying like, at the very least, this is like really, really, really bad judgment. It seems like he is more than just drunk to me. bringing this random girl on stage here to sing. This is the part that really kind of bummed me out. You know, a lot of people are making fun of it. And, and I understand my first thought was to laugh too. A lot of people did. And I'm not trying to get up on my high horse and say that, you know, oh, I'm above all this or anything like that. But, you know, having been around enough alcoholics and addicts and stuff in my life, and, and I'm not saying that's the case here. I don't know the guy. I don't really know that much about him. So who knows? But that's what I see here is like someone who is like really, you know, the, the definition of a disorder to me uh, or, or addiction is if your use of substances, or if any activity is getting in the way of your health, your relationships, or your job. And it certainly looks like that's the case here. I mean, anybody can have a bad show. You know, there's that one clip of Mariah Carey where she is kind of like blowing it. Make my wish come true. You know, does anybody doubt that Mariah Carey can sing? No, her monitors were not working well. And when you can't hear yourself saying you're going to be pitchy. So I think in those situations, it's like, all right, everybody has a bad show. Shit happens. If it was just that, I, I would kind of, you know, I would laugh at it too. Or like, you know, Wes from uh, Puddle of Mud when he had that one Nirvana cover that everyone laughed at. I can see you every night. 
but it looks like that's worse to me because like this is his job being the singer of smash mouth and the guy hopefully is rich enough that it doesn't really matter you know if they fall off or whatever i i would imagine that they are but but who knows you know with publishing and stuff like that at the very least it's everyone else's job and so if he's letting his drinking get in the way of his job like this i mean this is the look of like an alcoholic who's just like on another fucking planet again i'm completely speculating here i don't know if this is the case at all but you know, maybe somebody who, you know, took a couple pills and then had a drink on top of that, that can definitely get you like super fucked up real fast, like way more fucked up than you meant to. I don't know what the case is here, but a lot of people sent me this. So I wanted to talk about it a little bit. Hey, what's up? My name's Lurk and I'm the host of Lamb Goat's Van Flip podcast. Every week I have in-depth conversations with bands from all over the scene, big and small. We also like to keep our finger on the pulse and showcase up and coming bands on the show as well. So come check out Lamb Goat's Van Flip podcast. This is the story of Whitney Houston. This is the story of Kurt Cobain. Of George Michael, of Otis Redding, of Amy Winehouse, of Michael Hutchins, Bob Marley. This is the story of Prince. It's a new podcast series. About how they died, why they died, and why we're still talking about them so long after. It's like nothing you've ever heard before. It's storytelling. But it's more than that, because rock stars... They tell us how we feel. They change our mood. They change the clothes we wear, the people we hang out with. The way we remember things. It's them who give us those ludicrous moments, the ones where you're... Jumping around, singing your heart out, feeling understood. And it's those moments we'll help you remember, the ones you're thinking about right now. That feeling. That feeling. It's coming soon from Crowd Network. Just search for Death of a Rockstar on your podcast app. And subscribe now. But first, I want to thank DistroKid for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. If you're not familiar, DistroKid is a digital music distribution service that musicians use to put their music into online stores and streaming services. So in plain language, if you have ever wondered how to get your music on iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube Music, Amazon, Deezer, Tidal, and many, many more, there's like dozens and dozens of different streaming services. DistroKid is the way to do it. It is super easy. I have used it to put my music on Spotify. It took me maybe five minutes to like set it up and upload everything. It's legitimately awesome. I am sincerely a fan of this company and their product. And for those of you who have asked, you can also upload your music to TikTok with DistroKid. And if you want a chance to get featured on DistroKid's Spotify playlists, you can do that by submitting a song through Spotlight and getting your fans to vote for you. You can also use Hyperfollow to get more Spotify followers. You can promote your new release as well as Spotify Canvas. That's where there's the video in the background in the player. And when you share it on Instagram, it shares that video too to make your Spotify release pop. And Spotify Canvas is available to all DistroKid artists. Like I said, as you can probably tell from this, like I am sincerely a fan of DistroKid. DistroKid can do everything I just talked about and so much more. So be sure to sign up with my link, which is in the show notes for this episode, to get 7% off your first year. That link is in the show notes of this episode or go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash the punk rock NBA. And thanks again to DistroKid for sponsoring this episode. I do think it's kind of interesting. Uh, some people in my Discord brought this up. We all know that celebrities, that public figures go through real shit 
And we would like to think that we're more empathetic now. You know, you hear people talking about these Nickelodeon stars like Amanda Bynes and Britney Spears and being sympathetic to them, as they should be, because both of them, like we watched the Britney Spears documentary on Netflix recently. Amanda Bynes, if you're not familiar with her, look it up, like really sad. So we're rightfully empathetic about these people. And then when someone dies, like Juice World or Lil Peep or whatever, we all look back and go, oh man, you know, we should have seen that coming. Why didn't we help them? And then something like this comes out. And everyone just goes back to laughing at him again. And I think it kind of sucks. This is not going to be a popular thing to say, but I will say it anyway. I think part of it is that he is an old white man. And right now we do not have a lot of sympathy for old white men as a culture. And I understand why, you know, there are some understandable reasons for that. But certainly at this point in our culture, it is totally okay to shit on old white men. So I think that's probably part of it. And part of it is just like, I feel like we never learned this lesson. You know, and think about it this way. What if this was your dad or, or your older brother or something like that? Would you think this was funny? Especially if this is somebody that had a history of alcohol abuse. Would you think this is funny? I wouldn't. And my stepsister died. She OD'd when we were 20. And my mom was an alcoholic. Her best friend died of alcohol poisoning when I was like really little. It's one of my earliest, earliest memories is like her friend dying in the hospital. So, you know, I, I probably am a little bit more sensitive to this than other people might be. I don't think it's funny. Like there is a point at which someone is being a drunk asshole on stage and it is funny, but there's a point at which they cross the line to just appearing to be like non-functional like he did. Where he's just like standing there staring. We were like, dude, this is bad. This is bad. I'm not trying to get up on my high horse and tell everyone they're bad for laughing at this. Because I'm more sensitive to this kind of thing because of my family. You know, I just am. Because I can see these things in ways that other people can't. And so I understand that. I don't think most people thought anything of it. And I totally understand that. But I guess my point is when you see something like this, just think a little bit about like how you would feel if that was your family member up on stage. And, and could it be that this behavior is reflective of something more serious going on with this person? That's all. Just have a little bit of empathy, I think. And yeah, it can be funny. It can be funny too. But I don't know. I just, uh, it, it just bums me out when we see people acting like this. And everyone's first impulse is to laugh rather than just kind of say, hey, man, I don't know what the I feel like the singer's name is Dave. <laughs> I don't have no idea what it is, but we'll say it's Dave. So like, hey, man, Dave, are you doing OK? Like, I want to pump the brakes, man. Like, we're thinking of you. I'll check the chat here. There's more going on under the surface here. A lot more. I would I would think so, too. That's what it looks like to me. Oh, his name is Steve Harwell, apparently. Someone's pain shouldn't be entertainment. I agree with that, too. And, you know, that's how we think these days is, you know, because of meme culture, like it says in the chat. Yeah. And then they'll all cry when he dies. Exactly. Like, everybody loves Smash Mouth, right? I mean, All Star is a meme and everyone, you know, thinks that song is great. And everyone thinks it's funny that he's being drunk on stage. But what if he died tomorrow? Like it says in the chat, it's Urka said, and then they'll all cry when he dies. That's exactly right. Everyone would be like, oh gosh, it's so sad. I loved Smash Mouth so much. RIP, you legend. You know, it's just sad. That's all I have to say about it. I just think it's a bummer. This is true too. Watching this over and over, his band doesn't look at all shocked or appalled. That is true too. Yeah, I mean, and sometimes when you're in a band with someone, like we look at the guy from Trapped. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with that guy, but there is definitely something wrong with him. And look at, you know, last year when he was acting the fool, Nobody in his band said anything. Sometimes when you're around people like this, all you can do is just like put on your game face and act like nothing's wrong. From the chat here, it's hard to stand up to something like that when your wage is at risk. That's exactly right. You know, he's the star of the band. These guys, I don't know if they're full band members or if they're just employees or what, but either way, without him, 
you know, smash mouth doesn't exist. And it is very hard to stand up to something like that and tell someone to get help, you know, if that's where your paycheck comes from. Is this true? It says in the chat here, he retired from the band today because of this. Is that true? I'm going to look. Oh, okay. He did. Well, look at that. This is from the New York Post. Smash Mouth singer Steve Harwell retires after chaotic onstage rant. Lead singer Steve Harwell is no longer a part of the band. The 54-year-old rocker is retiring from music to deal with his mental and physical health. Harwell's rep told the Post today, Steve has been dealing with long-term medical issues over the last eight years during his last performance at the Big Sip stage, where he suffered numerous symptoms directly linked with his current medical situation. As of today, Steve will be retiring from Smash Mouth to focus on his physical and mental health. On October 9th, the band performed at the Big Sip Festival in upstate New York, where Steve Harwell slurred his words, threatened the audience, and gave some crude gestures to the crowd. The video is taken by a TikTok user who goes by the name Haley, who called it chaotic. Okay. So it looks like I was not wrong. It looks like, you know, this is a reflection of some serious issues. And I'm glad that he made the choice to retire. You know, a lot of people in this situation keep going, even when it's obvious they shouldn't. Oftentimes because their whole identity is tied to this. You know, they think of themselves as I'm the singer of this band. If I retire, I'm nothing. And so they keep kind of going down this self-destructive road. I'm happy that he you know, and his team had the courage to to quit because that's got to be really hard. You know, that's got to be a really tough thing to confront this and step away from the thing that you're known for, for, you know, 20 years or whatever, and make the decision to focus on his health. So best wishes to him. You know, it's tough seeing people go through this stuff. And uh, I'm happy to see that he's making the decision to step away and focus on his health. So best wishes to Steve and his, uh, his family and the rest of the guys in Smash Mouth. All right, my friends, that does it for this episode of the podcast. If you made it this far, thank you. Thank you for listening. We sincerely appreciate each and every one of you. If you want to help the show, there's a couple things that you can do. First of all, share it on social media. If you share it, tag us, tag Finn McKenty, that's me, and tag Deanna Chapman, that's a producer. Second thing you can do, if you really, really, really love us and really want to support us, you can support us on Patreon. There's a link to that in the show notes. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you're listening to this, or you can do none of that. And you can just sit at home, think about how awesome this podcast is. That works too. Again, thank you very much to each and every one of you for listening. We sincerely appreciate it, and we'll see you next time. Hey, this is Steve Choi, host of the Musicians Guild podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Within the four walls of the Musicians Guild, we'll be discussing the habits, idiosyncrasies, experiences, and general psychology of my friends and peers, all involved with music in various capacities. Listen and subscribe at soundtalentmedia.com. Hello, everybody. I'm Bruce. And I'm Nolan. And this is the Corner of Gray Street Podcast. As longtime Dave Matthews Band fans, we set out to create a podcast to dive deep into the past, present, and future of DMB. Not only do we recap and review shows within an ongoing tour, but we revisit past shows from throughout the band's history, conduct interviews with a wide variety of guests with ties to DMB, and create unique and exclusive content like our Concerts on the Corner series. Whether you're a fan of the band or just a fan of great music, we think you'll find something you'll enjoy. We can't wait to see you on The Corner of Gray Street.